You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Matty as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are having a very lovely hump day. It is the middle of the week. It is the beginning of the work week for the Dallas Cowboys, as noted on Tuesday's show, Back to Normal. Uh, back to December. Shout out to the OG Taylor Swift album. Um, the Cowboys going from Sunday to Sunday, and so the preparations for the game against the San Francisco 49ers, which got flexed at a Sunday night football to the noon slate, will begin today. And this is a really um, awkward's not the right word, but this is a really just kind of blah time, I think, for the Cowboys. And I think this is a sentiment that a lot of Cowboys fans share because up until last week, you know, the hilarity of the NFC East made everything interesting, right? Like the Cowboys, and this is very similar to 2015, as we've talked about many times. Um, no, no matter what, after the Cowboys would get routed and beaten up and embarrassed and just destroyed by this team or that team or whoever, they still were very much alive because the NFC East you know, was so bad collectively. But we are now at a point where uh, the Washington football team has pulled away, where the New York Giants have pulled away to a lesser degree. The Philadelphia Eagles obviously, you know, slightly pulling away. I, I've said for weeks that Jalen Hurts presents the biggest wild card in the division, and he does, um, as noted by Philadelphia's win over New Orleans last week. But um, but so now, now it is truly, you know, maybe you were Team Tank, maybe you've become Team Tank, whatever, uh, but now it is truly starting to settle in, I think, that the season is just about over. One more Washington win mathematically eliminates the Cowboys from winning the NFC East, which effectively eliminates them from playoff contention as a whole. Um, I don't know that Washington gets that win this week as they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, the Seahawks lost to the Giants, but uh, I think Seattle will be fine, but I think that Washington will take care of business themselves next week. Of course, the Cowboys could eliminate themselves, from NFC East contention if they lose on Sunday to the 49ers, which is certainly possible. But so that's where we're at, right? Is this okay? There's three games to go, but they, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't, you know, I can't even like steer into the the weirdness anymore of the NFC East. It's just, it's just a bummer, and that's that's what happens. That's where Jets fans have been for a while, right? That's where, um, you know, I think Bengals fans have been for a while. That's where Jaguars fans have been for a while. And unlike the Chargers right now, 
Um, because you know, these are teams at the top of the draft order. The Chargers, at least right now, it's okay, let's see what more Justin Herbert can do, etc. Right? It's just it's learning, it's playing with your new toy, even though the team is losing and it's building towards a new coach. And and that's what makes this different too, right? Is you look at the Jets and the Bengals and the Jaguars and, and even the Chargers, they're all likely gonna have new coaches in 2021. The Bengals, maybe, maybe you don't feel that way. I think that Zach Taylor might be out in Cincinnati, but that's a whole different thing. So, you know, there is this that that always brings optimism optimism, right? No, no matter what, when there's a new face, whether it's a new coach or a new QB1, whatever, that always kind of just brings with it this natural energy boom. And I think we saw that last year. You know, there, there was a huge wave of momentum for the Cowboys, and that was aided by their awesome draft class and stuff. But the Mike McCarthiness brought some some pizzazz to the Cowboys after they were sorely lacking with Jason Garrett. And so not only are you bad, not only are you now effectively eliminated from NFC's title contention, again, that remains to be mathematically proven correct, but now you don't even have the new thing. So it's just more of the same. It's just hoping that all these injuries are no longer going to be a factor, hoping that you don't catch a run of bad luck. And, and you know, and, and that's a hard place to be at. And so I, I do think that it has been a very long time since the Cowboys have been in this situation. And like 2015, it's it's just that, right? Because from 2015 to 16, the Cowboys didn't change head coaches. They really didn't change much of their staff. They didn't change quarterbacks. In fact, the Cowboys doubled down on their quarterback and drafting Zeke. That was kind of their gift to Tony Romo, and then everything changed. And so what, what is that move? What is that click? What is that that switch in gear that, that takes all of us from – well, it's a whoa. And, you know, you would you would have thought that, you know, maybe it would be the drafting of CeeDee Lamb last year. And that's why it was. But I, I don't know. And, and I think that this team is in massive need of that that boom, that that energy driver. And, and maybe it's just Dak Prescott and not that that's a small thing. But there is that disconnect that has now become more apparent with the way the division is starting to kind of fall out of, you know, fall out of, of rhythm and fall out of reach for the Cowboys specifically um, as they settle into last place. Right now. The Cowboys have been last place in the NFC East for a long time. And, and maybe the final, you know, punch is a, a loss in a game that was supposed to be on primetime that's now at noon to a longtime rival in the 49ers. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, but for now, it, it is just this state of purgatory. And, and that's, you know, it's a very unique place to be in. And it's actually difficult to get to this place. You have to be you have to be bad in a very particular and specific way, and lo and behold, the 2020 Dallas Cowboys found a way to do that. But uh, a win this week might upset some people because it would, you know, almost solidify that the Cowboys would not have a top five pick in the draft. And so, if the Cowboys go out and beat the 49ers and get them closer to their franchise quarterback, see that's that's the difference, right? The 49ers are really bad and have a lot of questions and have a lot of injuries, but it looks like they're going to have obviously, you know, a new quarterback under center next year. So you've got that to kind of pin your hopes to, and so. This is a weird, you know, last week was the, the third overall pick bowl. This is the the fight for optimism bowl because I think the only way that, that a strong level of optimism is maintained around, you know, Cowboys Twitter and things like that is if the Cowboys stay on track for a top five pick. It will be painful, don't get me wrong, to be eliminated, but that gives you that that little bit of 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 you know just of taste right now right whereas if the Cowboys beat the 49ers it's not like they're really going to win the NFC East 
right? And and maybe you know we'll we'll certainly be pumped about it, but it will it will further entrench the purgatoriness that that these last few weeks have become, which have been interesting to kind of follow. And now it'll be interesting to see how the Cowboys respond to a win, whether they're able to kind of ride that momentum, ride that effort, and ride that goodwill. Um, you know, if this season has been any indicator so far, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be quite the ride. I know that. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast network. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. Today is Wednesday, which means we will have a live stream tonight, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be talking about the state of things, looking at the rest of the schedule, figuring out who's going to win the NFC East, so on and so forth. So we'll have a good time doing that. Uh, while you're doing all those things, do me a huge favor. All right. Um, yeah, I don't ask for a lot, but um, have the best Wednesday ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We'll see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.